So we open our Bibles to Psalm 103. You just sang verses 1 to 2, and uh, those are the verses that will be our theme for the sermon this morning. Psalm 103, verses 1 to 2. Please look with me there now. Uh, As I mentioned when we were reading in Deuteronomy, the Ten Commandments, we're also going to go to Deuteronomy today uh, for a brief time to see a few verses. I want to quote enough of them. I think it'd be better if we just read it together. Uh, So you might keep Deuteronomy marked for your convenience as well. I'll let you know when we get there. But for your convenience, have that, that marked as well. But we look to Psalm 103, verses 1 to 2. Hear now the word of the Lord. A Psalm of David. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Let me read that again. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And we're going to be thinking of these verses together, but particularly the last part of verse 2 is is, uh, why we're here today. Forget not all his benefits. Do not forget all of the benefits of the Lord. I'd like to share a a quote with you um, from a text I received this week. I'd like to pass on to you. The uh, The text said this. Live your life with purpose. Focus on your blessings, not your misfortunes. Focus on your strengths, not your weaknesses. But most importantly, have a positive and humble mindset. No matter what situation you are in, count on God instead of yourself. Uh, That was bolded, so I'll read it again. Count on God instead of yourself. Count your heart instead of your wealth. Excuse me, I think that's supposed to be health. I had a little, uh, count your health instead of your wealth. Uh, By counting your blessings, not your problems, you will realize how beautiful your life truly is. Thank you, God, for blessing me much more than I deserve. Stay blessed and keep shining. Well, with that text, there was a picture. Uh... There was a, uh, a picture of a mason jar. You know, we often store food in a little mason jar, uh, screw the metal cap on there to save things. Sometimes we might use it to, to save, uh, kids might poke a few holes in and save like a lightning bug, you know, something we want to make sure we keep and pay attention to and treasure. Well, with that quote I just read to you, there was a picture of a mason jar with the cap on filled with these words. You know, a little pretty different renditions of the words. So within the jar was this, freedom. Knowledge, life, health, laughter, home, friends, family, faith, memories. All those words were stored up in the mason jar to count the blessings. You see, like money, all of those blessings we should store up and have carefully kept together to be counted And to be valued greatly 
and to remember to do so. This is what we should be doing, saving up a recollection of all of our blessings from God. We must choose to praise God with everything in us by carefully remembering everything he has done and is doing for us. I give that to you as the main idea of our text. We must choose to praise God with everything in us by carefully remembering everything he has done and is doing for us. It is important to praise God deeply from within. And an important aspect of doing this, you know, what does he say? He repeats it many times in the verses, and he closes the psalm the same way. Bless the Lord, O my soul, everything that is within me, bless his holy name. It's so important to do that, but how do we help us do that? An important aspect of doing that is looking at all he does within us and without us, recognizing all these many things to be blessed by. Now, I want to encourage you, um, thinking about this message, and I, I, one night I got home real late, and I, I got on my knees and prayed a brief prayer, a little better than the Puritan prayer I heard someone say once was, Lord, I'm tired, amen. It was a little better than that, uh, but to keep it from just being that, I, I started to just count my blessings in prayer. I want to remind you, encourage you, if nothing else, you need help with your prayer life, just get on your knees and start to think about everything that's a blessing from God, and just thank Him for it. By the way, be ready to be on your knees for a while and be ready to see that it it transforms your heart and it makes you so happy and it makes you love praying. So I encourage you to think about this simply to bless your prayer life. But verse 2 is what we focus on. He says, I will not forget all of his benefits. He's saying to himself, don't forget all the benefits. Don't forget You see, the way to stay thankful, the way to stay cheerful, the way to be worshipful is to make a point to recall each and every of God's works of redemption and his relations with us. You know, Satan just wants to get our eyes off of that so we complain and are discontent. Christ would bring our eyes onto all the many benefits we have. Don't forget, so you find yourself praising the Lord all the time. So the psalmist goes on to remember specifics so that he doesn't forget them. So verses 1 and 2, he says, I'm just, bless the Lord, oh my soul. I'm just going to bless the Lord. I'm not going to forget all the nice, great, wonderful things he's done to me. And then what does he do the rest of the psalm? He starts counting all his blessings. And of course, this is just, just a touch on all the blessings. But let's look. He just goes through and starts counting all his blessings. Let's do that together. And let these words be that for us. Let's count our blessings together. I'm not going to give you homework. I'm going to do the assignment with you right now. Verse 3. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. That's a blessing to remember. Verse 4. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Bless my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Verse 5, Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Bless the Lord. Verse 6, let's count some more. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. Verse 7, He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. As he's doing to you, beloved. Verses 8 and 9. The Lord is merciful and gracious, 
slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. How many times should we just have counted how many times that was true for us this week? Verse 9, he will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. Verse 10, he hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Well, mostly, especially for eternity, but even just every moment. Thank you, Lord, I count my blessings that you don't treat me as I deserved right now again. Verse 11 and 12. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. So he does begin to count the quantity, he tries to qualify, and he can't, right? What he's describing is beyond quantifying. It's figurative of there's no end to it. But you might remember we had, some, we had a sermon on this text in, I believe, Psalm 34, that talked about how his mercy is uh, as high as the heaven over the earth. And we, we talked about, well, if you keep going in heaven, how far this really is, out and out and out to the universe, because God's outside the universe, how high his mercy is to us. So let's count our blessings and then the, count how, the quality, the quantity of these blessings of mercy. Verse 13. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. I count it a blessing that God is my father. He's adopted me and made me his child. Verse 14, for he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. 15 to 16, as for man, his days are grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it, and it is gone, and the place thereof shall Know it no more. He's counting his days, as Psalm 90, I believe, says, teach us to number our days, right? Apply ourselves to wisdom. But he's recognizing, I've got a number of days to be thankful for. They're not going to last. Let me be thankful and count my blessings that I'd use them and enjoy them well at the moment. Verse 17, but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting, Upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto children's children. Wow, just as it says in the Ten Commandments, those who love me and serve me, keep my commandments, I'll show mercy to your children for thousands of generations. To such as keep his covenant, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. Verse 18, verse 19. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Lord, I trust, I'm just counting my blessings that I know you, so I can trust that you know what you're doing. You're ruling over everything. I don't have to worry, and on behalf of your church. Verse 20. Bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. You know, there's innumerable angels. You can't count them all, but he's kind of, think about all the angels. Think about Elijah when the eyes were open to the servants. So many angels and chariots of fire around us protecting us. I'm going to just think about and count all those blessings of protection around me, Lord. Your angels are watching over me. That is verse 21. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of him that do his pleasure. Now that's actually quoted in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 7 of, of Christ and our benefits of having Christ. The angels are doing his ministry. And so how does the psalm end? The same way it began. Bless the Lord. And then it says, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. The opening and the closing of that psalm. Better be how your heart's responding right now, beloved, or have mercy on you. Have mercy on me. 
we ought to be responding, all these blessings in God. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. I am blown away in you, God, and all you do. Especially notice how much it talks about mercy and forgiveness. What if the Lord were to count all our sins against us? With the punishment of offending and sinning against an, against an infinite God, there'd be no ending to the counting of them. As Psalm 32 says, if you were to count our iniquities against us, who should stand? There's forgiveness with you. Praise the Lord. Now, he can't stop there, though. He spills into the same sentiment in Psalm 104. Look at the beginning. We won't go through it all. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honor and majesty, who coverest thyself with light as with a garment, who stretchest out the heavens like a curtain. So he just keeps saying, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and particularly, bless the Lord because of the Lord. You're marvelous. He blesses God for him and his attributes and how they're seen and in what he does. The psalm goes on to what? You remember, bless the Lord for his creation, the animal kingdom, humankind, and how God provides for everyone all the time. Spends a lot of time on that. Remember, how manifold are thy works, O Lord. In wisdom thou hast made them all. The earth are full of thy creatures. Go to the beach today or just walk outside at night here and look at the bunnies, you know. I mean, go to the zoo and how can you not just start blessing the Lord? You can't count all of his creation and all the beauty of it and all the variety and the wonder of it. And then again, look at yourself, Psalm 130 now. Bless you, Lord, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. All the different ways, how I work, it's amazing. I bless you, I praise you, Lord. It's important to remember to do this so you don't forget to do this. How thankful we should be for memories and that we have them. As fuzzy as the details might be at times, just to have our memories. We need to remember God's blessings so we remain thankful and worshipful. And also so that we don't start praising ourselves. Keep Psalm 103 marked, but this is where I'd like to turn with you back to Deuteronomy. Would you look with me to Deuteronomy first at chapter 6? The psalmist is saying, I'm not going to forget all these things that God does for me and who he is and who I am in him. I'm not going to forget to remember these things and praise him for it. God is commanding in the scriptures in Deuteronomy we're seeing right now, don't forget to count all the blessings and that I gave them to you, not yourself. It's important not to forget God's giving us all these blessings so that we don't praise ourselves but bless him. Look at Deuteronomy 6 verse 12. Then beware, lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Don't forget the Lord. And that's going to happen when you forget that he gave you all these blessings. He, he, he develops that more in chapter 8. Turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 11 through 19. Deuteronomy eight eleven through 19. God says, Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command thee this day. 
Lest when thou hast eaten and art full, and hast built goodly homes, goodly houses, and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee and that he might prove thee, to do thee good at the latter end. And thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he sware unto thy fathers as it is in this day. And it shall be, If thou do at all forget the Lord thy God and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day that ye shall surely perish. He testifies the same to you now in the hearing of that word. Do not forget all that God has done for you and is doing for you, particularly so you don't take credit for yourself and don't think of them as blessings but earnings. And then you turn to the gods of this world that you pretend gave you these things. Don't forget to count your blessings from God that you would bless his holy name with your soul, with all that is within you. Because you risk losing your blessings or you risk losing your ability to count them and forget to experience them. You lose your ability to experience and know you have blessings. And how blessed you are when you forget to bless God for them because you forget to count them. That's the thing really more than anything, beloved. The art of contentment is to recognize all that you have and be thankful for it. To think to count it. And when we stop counting our blessings and we don't really remember to to regularly do an inventory of so much God is doing for us. We don't even enjoy them as blessings. I think that's why the Shorter Catechism teaches us when we pray, give us this day our daily bread. It says what we're praying for is that God would give us a competent portion of the good things of this life and to enjoy his blessing with them. Otherwise, we can be like those just eating up the quail in the wilderness like little little devils. ungrateful the whole time at the God who gave them. The person who sent the text with me in the picture of the mason jar uh, of the bottled up blessings to count and remember wrote this. How is it so that we perpetually disregard the presence of our creator's everlasting grace, illuminating every soul in every moment of existence? Be it good, or as we see it not. It is far past time for each of us to give God his glory. 
And he capitalizes that, so I'll read that part again. It is far past time for each of us to give God his glory for all things at this very instance of life. And beloved, he goes on to write, I suggest you do it right now. And I say to you, beloved, in the worship service, I suggest you do it right now. Or don't expect to be doing it later. And don't expect, therefore, to enjoy the blessings you have because you won't count them. And you won't count on the God who gives them. You see, if we forget God's presence, we will forget his presence. And that is a life of miserable ingratitude and discontent. Which, as you see in the book of Numbers, warned to us in 1 Corinthians 10, is a life of murmuring and complaining. And calling the gifts God gave them to be curses. And forgetting many of those gifts and wanting to go back to slavery. Remember this each day you are tempted to complain. Remember Psalm 68 verse 19. Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Again, bless the Lord God who daily loads us with benefits. I love to think of he's just backing up the truck, big delivery coming, and the back opens up, just pours all over the place. You can't even get it all in containers. It's just everywhere. Come on over, neighbors. I don't even have, I can't use all this. Come on over. Let's all share of this abundance of God together. He daily loadeth us with benefits. I mean, frankly, there's not an ability to count it all. But as we do our best to count it, we'll enjoy the blessings. And we'll remember to thank our God. Count every good thing. And count even every bad thing a blessing. Not pretending it's not bad and difficult. But remember Romans 8.28 says, All things work together for the good of them that love God. Thomas Watson has a book, a book on this as well. Had to read it for seminary. All things for good. Something like that title based on that text. I encourage you to read that. Count your blessings for every prayer that is answered. Count your blessing for every prayer that's not answered. At least according to the answer you wanted. You'll learn later it was a blessing. (laughs) But count your blessings. How quickly is it that we don't remember to say thank you, God, to the same God we cried out to help us? Doesn't Jesus warn about that with the ten lepers? Only one comes back to say thank you. Don't recognize the blessings. Beloved, take a breath. Go ahead. You can't not follow that, that guidance, right? You've got to breathe. <laughs> take a breath. Take a breath or two. How many was that? It's involuntary. You don't even have to think about it, right? If you think about it, like, you might hyperventilate. So stop now. <laughs> but think about all those breaths that you don't even have to think about. God just gives you them. So you never forget to do it and survive. How many breaths do we take per minute? Well, I looked it up, about 12 to 20 breaths per minute that we could count alone and thank God for. Well, I did the math, and I had, uh, had Mr. Lemon check my math. Let's think about the math. If it's 12 to 20 breaths per minute the Lord gives us to count and thank, let's go on the low end, 12 breaths per minute. That would be 720 breaths an hour to count and thank God for. That would be 17,280 breaths every day. 
That's 120,960 breaths every week. That's 483,840,000 breaths every month. That's 6,289,920 breaths every year. That's with the average lifespan of 79.05 presently, which, by the way, is to count your blessing. It was a lot lower not so long ago in human history. But remember, the psalm uh, speaks about how some people get 60, maybe 80 years. So it's kind of right there in the middle, right? Assuming an average lifespan of 79.05 years, here's how many breaths you can thank God for. 480, excuse me, 497,218,176 breaths. How about your heartbeat? You don't have to think about, you can't even try to do your heartbeat, right? It just, God's not going to even let that be a possibility of, of you having to even try to control it uh, in terms of like you would your breath. 60 to 80 heartbeats per minute. Think about how many times your heart is beating to count and thank the Lord for before you're even done with this sermon. I know you might say, well, it's going to be a lot, isn't it, if you do the math? Well, hang in there. It won't be too bad. But 60, 80 beats a minute. Let's go with the low end again. Let's go with 60 beats. 60 heartbeats per minute means every hour God gives you 3,600 heartbeats, which, by the way, if your heart stops beating, you're dead. Just like if you stop breathing, you're dead, and very quickly. Your heart beats by God's gifts 86,400 times a day. That's 604, 8,000 heartbeats a week. That's 2,419,200 heartbeats every month. So every year, that's 31,449,600 heartbeats a year. And again, with the average lifespan, God will give you 2,486,090,880 heartbeats for an average life. Let's just think about our breathing and our heartbeats, and we got plenty to be counting and thanking God for. And then remember that your breaths and your beats with a new body will go on for eternity in heaven and never stop. Don't forget to bless God for the blessing of your family members. How many? You know, when I was praying, I was thanking God for all of you. I could have taken the time, I think I might have, but to just go through and think of each one of you and thank God for you by name. I I thank God for my wife by name, each of my children, the baby. Just start there. How many friends do you have to be thankful for? How many true friends? Thank God for them, your church, your church members. How about your food and your clothing? Can you go into your cupboard and basically say, I got to stop, I don't have time for this, as you count all the food there by item? What about if you go into your closet? It might take a while to go through and count all of the different things that you have. And Paul says in 1 Timothy 6, verse 8, do you have food? Do you have clothing? And they knew nothing about what we have with food and clothing. He says, then be content. Count 
Count your clothing. Count your shoes. You have that? Be content. We have so much more than that. Just thinking of material things. Count your house. You know, I was thinking about, thank God, as we said, thank you for air conditioning. Thinking about the places we get to live in. There's so many parts of the world. They don't have nothing even close to this, let alone any house. Maybe of cardboard. Maybe of adobe. Maybe one room with doors closing the holes, let alone what they might eat. I was seeing a little bit of a documentary of the, of the song, We Are the World. I grew up in the 80s, so that, was, that really reminded me of a lot of things and all the musicians I grew up with. But one of the guys uh, got up that was working on the food relief for Africa and all the needs to just remind them what, what they were doing, and they all started crying, why they were doing this to raise money for uh, the poor in Africa. He just shared about the kinds of things that he saw, and it, it's unbelievable what, what they have for disease and problems, but also what they don't have for food, like basic stuff. And it's not that we want to have joy by looking at other people's ministry, but it should at least remind us to count and be thankful for what we have. What about your bed and your pillow? I find myself as I get older and older and I have a, a bed and a pillow I've never thought I'd spend as much money on, but I did as I'm getting older. <laughs> and it's just so comfortable. After a long day, I lay in that. I get home from a hotel or any other place. And I, I sit in front of, oh man, I'm so thankful for our bed and pillow. It's just so nice. But any bed and pillow, are you thankful? Can you count that as a blessing every night? Because, you know, Jesus said, I don't have anywhere to lay my head. He didn't have a house. I don't know what he had for bed usually. And thank God for what that will look like in heaven. He's preparing a place for you in your father's house where he says, come in and have joy. We'll talk a lot about joy tonight. Most importantly, count your biggest blessing God himself. A lot of people don't know God. And without God, you can't enjoy or really count anything your blessing. You don't even know it to. But God himself and his qualities and the fact that he is infinite, he is eternal, he is unchangeable, and he is your God, and he is your good shepherd. Thomas Watson uh, writes this, and this is part of what I'll share with you in membership class, but it occurred to me um, how, how well it relates to this thought. Count God your biggest blessing, and because he is infinite, you'll never run out of things to count. Thomas Watson says, It will be infinitely delightful to the saints to see the amiable aspects and smiles of God's face. New and fresh delights will spring from God. Our seeing God in heaven will be without weariness. The saints will never be weary of seeing God, for God being infinite. There shall be every moment new and fresh delights springing from him into their souls. As Psalm 16 says, David prophesying the resurrection in Christ, In God's presence is fullness of joy, and at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. But beloved, of course, you're already partaking of them in part now in Christ. Don't forget. 
Remember all your blessings and your beloved. Need help to get started? Count. Don't forget all your blessings from God. Count them. Seriously, count them. Make a list. Make a prayer list. If nothing else, just to write down everything you can count. You're going to need a lot of paper, and you're going to need a lot of ink, and a lot of time. This would be a better use of our time, beloved. But do you need help to count? Then sing. Johnson Oatman, 1897. I imagine didn't have the same blessings of we do of modern times. The song Blessings in the Baptist Hymnal. When upon life's billows you are tempted, tempest tossed. By the way, I'm not going to sing it because I'm not as familiar with it, <laughs> but the chorus I am. When upon life's billows you are tempest tossed, when you are discouraged, thinking all is lost, count your many blessings. Name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord hath done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your blessings. See what God hath done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God hath done. Are you ever burdened with a load of care? Does the cross seem heavy you are called to bear? Count your many blessings. Every doubt will fly, and you will be singing as the days go by. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your blessings. See what God hath done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God hath done. When you look at others with their lands and gold, think that Christ has promised you his wealth untold. Count your many blessings money cannot buy, your reward in heaven, nor your home on high. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God hath done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God hath done. So, amid the conflict, whether great or small, do not be discouraged. God is over all. Count your many blessings. Angels will attend. Psalm 103. Help and comfort give you to your journey's end. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your blessings. See what God hath done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God hath done. I encourage you to look that up on YouTube. I was playing it on my phone on the drive here, and Gabe really liked it. We're going to keep playing it. Screw those words into your head with the melody. Learn it. Something like this. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God hath done. It's better than that, but go get it and get it in your head. and Remind yourself. So you count your many blessings. Be reminded of all your blessings. Next, in the weekly Lord's Supper, 
during which Jesus says, do this in remembrance of me. Beloved, what better blessing could we bless the Lord for? But every drop of Christ's precious blood with its infinite value and the eternal day of life and God's blessed presence secured for you in heaven by the cross and resurrection and his ascension. Beloved, see what God is doing. See what God will do. See what God hath done. And how can you get help to do that? Count your many blessings. That's the message for you this morning. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord. His mighty name. I'm going to go back to make sure I don't miss it a little bit here. Psalm 103, verses 1 and 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And what? Forget not all his benefits. Or put this way for you this morning with a reminder of that song to help you not forget. Count your many blessings. Not count your blessings. Count your many blessings. Let us pray. Oh Lord, we do confess we forget so easily. Let us remember you in the supper. And remember all of our blessings and count them. And be busy and distracted rather than worry and fear with faith and praise and thankfulness as we give our thoughts to thanking you and recognizing all you've done and are doing and will do by your promises. Let us be busy counting all the blessings in the jar of our heart, in our life, in our life around us. And let us bless you with everything in us. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Especially as we think of Psalm 103, highlighting your mercy and forgiveness. We bless you, O Lord God, with our soul. And we will not forget all your benefits. We pray by your grace, by your spirit, through the blood of Christ. For your name's sake and for our good. In Jesus' name and all your people said, Amen.